0: Konnichiwa. And hey, y'all. I am Leslie. And I am Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Sumo-Kaboom! Kaboom, where we talk about all things Sumo. That's right.
1: And today's episode is our end of the year episode. We are going to take a little two week break after this week, but we wanted to focus in on fun stuff. End of the year fun stuff. <laughs> we wanted to focus on on our favorite moments of the entire year and also your favorite moments of the entire year and we wanted to share with you what we learned from our sexiest ricochet poll yeah. from this year as well so we have a lot of stuff from you guys to share yeah actually. we
0: we love connecting with you guys and throughout this year you guys have been so fun to like hear from so we wanted to feature you guys a little bit more because uh you guys mean a lot to us. That's right. But first... Newsflash. There was so much news this week. Yeah, there is a lot. Big one, just straight out of the gate. COVID. Um, COVID. Yeah. Aqua has COVID. Yeah. He is a total of, he's one of 10 from the Tatsunami stable that have tested positive and are now isolating in area hospitals and hotels. So, yeah, the whole stable right now is being disinfected and they were going to disinfect it as well next week, I guess, hoping that these guys can return to the stable. But at this point, no one is critically ill. But to me, it's just. Scary. They're -hmm. watching it very, very closely. They've also reported that, as far as they know, the infected wrestlers had not had any other contact with any other wrestlers from other stables. So I think they also know all the wrestlers. I mean, even Takakisha was talking about this week. Like, they also see the rise in numbers in Japan, especially Tokyo. They're all on major, major lockdown.
1: And... We've been seeing in America a whole lot of articles about COVID in sports here, like sports that went ahead and, you know, played like college sports, like the number of COVID cases in college. Oh, sports I mean, just Dallas Cowboys, like yeah, our,
0: it's our a, backup quarterback. I mean, everybody yeah. seems to be getting it if they're playing sports. So. Yeah. The weird nature of sumo stables, I don't know. Maybe they can keep things contained and really keep people on lockdown. I don't know. It's scary. When one person gets it on the other end, they live with each other and they're in the same room and practice with each other. They're going to spread it. So it's just so serious. But we're sending our good vibes so that all of these guys can come back to full health very soon. Kakuru finally got his Japanese citizenship. Yeah, and this is great, great news for everybody. Yes, because what that means is that hopefully one day he can become an oyakata and maybe even run his own stable. So he said, this is from Nikon Sports. I came to Japan at the age of 16 and only know about sumo. Thanks to sumo, I have come this far. I have to give back in gratitude to the sumo association so he just had kind of had to get through this one little road bump they were of course going to give it to him come on <laughs> well
1: yeah but he married a woman who's mongolian so i think it slowed it down yeah. what i think is really great about this now is he can retire if he wants to now yeah and he was locked into wrestling right until he could get that status right
0: so i think uh, not that I, don't... I want him to retire because no. i don't i know but i, but know, I know what you mean was, yeah he was struggling with back well, what's pain what's your future gonna be do you go back exactly. to mongolia but no his whole i think that's why he was saying that like his whole life has been sumo here in japan yeah so or there in japan not here <laughs> here in the closet <laughs> here in the closet in texas <laughs> no but like it's a life he knows that's the only life yeah. he really
1: knows well and as i
0: understand it
1: or as i understood it without the citizenship if he had retired he could not have been a coach right like his career like he would have had to I don't know go back to Mongolia and just start another life which he could do but now he's
0: got an option that he did not have before and I think that's great I do too I think it's wonderful so congratulations Kakadu. All right, Shodai is back. He's doing the basics. He seems to have his usual down-on-himself kind of attitude, but <laughs> he says he can't really go to the gym and work out, so he's just, like, stuck with YouTube exercise videos, which is what relates, like, so related <laughs> exactly to me. what I'm doing. We're all living this YouTube exercise video life, and it was I just really funny him. for me to, like, hear him be like, I'm just stuck with, like, YouTube videos.
1: Maybe I should send him, like, the videos that I love of Tanju doing these dance. Cardio things. Oh, maybe. I could, like send him the videos and be like, "I love Tanju. Will you love Tanju?" I have no idea who Tanju is, but Tanju sounds
0: very exciting. <laughs> he's well, a anyway. guy with a great smile. Oh well, good. Yeah, well, good. Well, he's doing as much as he possibly can. He he always sounds down on himself, but I really think he's just has that self-deprecating humor, you know? And he also said he won't be obviously returning home for the holidays, obviously due to coronavirus, but he wants to make mochi for the guys at the stable. Now, he also says he has no idea how to make mochi, but But he kind of hopes...
1: (laughs) But YouTube will be yeah. his answer. Yeah. It is my answer to everything. Yes.
0: So maybe he'll look up how to make that. But anyway, that was kind of a fun little inside look after talking last week about what these guys do over the holidays. Finding out that Shodai <laughs> maybe wants to make some Or figure mochi. out how to make some mochi for everyone. <laughs> Koto Shogiku has been seen around the stable coaching. Now, he's also, he's at the Koto stable. I'd call it the Koto stable. It's like all the Koto boys. He's talking about his post-retirement coaching very seriously these days. And he believes he has the knowledge to share with the younger guys. But because he was so recently a uh, active wrestler, he has this unique position that these newer coaches have to just be like, if you want to know some of these young guys, what it really feels like to go up against some of these guys that I've been wrestling for the last 10 mm-hmm. years, I can show these younger boys at my stable what to expect from some of those seasoned professionals exactly so i thought that was really nice to see and it's nice to see him transition into this retirement position yeah and really enjoy it can you imagine how good tomawashi is gonna feel after he retires
1: oh he, I, I mean just, he's never missed a match yet right
0: he, he just is like that kid in school who just Went through K through 12, like, without missing, missing a day, a day.
1: Exactly. And we have no idea the injuries he's dealing with. Imagine once he retires,
0: he's going to be like, oh, I'm on top of the world. He's just going to be baking 24-7. <laughs> I love Tamawashi. All right. Ding dong the wedding bells. Goedo got married. And Sneaky had Chap a, yeah. had a baby.
1: Did you do the math on that, too?
0: Yeah, but you know what? This happens a lot. You find that a lot of people end up getting pregnant first, and then getting their marriage license lately, and that or later, and that's not any sort of judgment. That's just like a a beautiful way that we're all different. Mm. Anyway, the sneaky devil Goedo got married. So even though I don't necessarily see him as somebody who's like very romantic and like just oh under the cover of night, let's come back to (laughs) Goedo later when we
1: talk about the sexiest rikishi. Okay,
0: we will actually. I think that's all we've got. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What we wanted to do, obviously, is have a year-end wrap-up, an episode for us to share with you our favorite moments, my favorite moment, Laurie's favorite moment, where we can be just... be. I don't know, thankful for this uh, this year in sumo gifts because this year has been a dumpster fire and we're looking forward to 2021 mm-hmm. and just please let it be better than this. Yeah, it will be. It will be. So for all the political rhetoric, the deadly coronavirus, the canceled boss shows, the inability to have normal lives, we are very, very thankful for you guys. And we connected to so many of you this year and this weird year of 2020, but it really was a saving grace for Laurie and I to meet virtually and to share something in common with you and all the other sumo fans all over the world, and that is sumo. Mm-hmm. And we made so many cool personal connections as far as like other podcasts, like Grand Sumo Breakdown, Sumo Mainichi, Tachi Eye Blog. Like, and the one thing we all have in common is that we just all love the wrestlers, and Mm -hmm. we're diehard sumo fans Mm -hmm. to the end. Mm -hmm. To that, I'd like to add some of my personal favorite moments right now and sprinkle in some of our listeners' favorite moments of 2020 in the world of sumo. I'll just start out with my personal favorite one. Perfect. Well, it's a personal one. It was starting this podcast with my sister. Just before all the shit hit the fan, we took this podcasting class – kind of just figure out how to, like, make this happen between two people. And unfortunately, that theater closed, but it was what got us started. And Laurie had the idea, and I went along with it, and it turned out to really, really be fun. Planning each week, discovering so many interesting facts along the way. It's just fun to learn I guess how to make a podcast and I never thought I would say that but for the good and the bad of it all our earlier episodes probably but (laughs) and the one a few weeks ago where like I mixed the episode incorrectly and learning how to edit creating something but it was just finding this new medium for our voices and it was a total blast but getting to work with my sister has been like just my main highlight and seeing her get just as excited about sumo as I am. is just a real treat. So she also, I think fell in love with sumo and the wrestlers even more. And so I guess in a way, like these two sisters share something that probably most siblings don't is a love for sumo, a love of Japan, its culture and its people.
1: Yeah. You're going to make me cry over here. Oh, (laughs) I try really my has, best. It really has been a joy,
0: hasn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's been a pain in the ass sometimes. I won't <laughs> sugarcoat it.
1: It has not always been easy. <laughs> Let's just say that. Working with family can be a challenge Family sometimes. that you're like living with, in, too. Yeah, in the middle of a pandemic.
0: Yeah, so we've, we've been a little stressful, had some moments, but, you know. We make it through. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm very proud of this. Um, and I'm proud of us. Yeah. I'm looking forward in this next year to go to a Basho. And yeah. I'm putting it out there. It will happen. Now, as far as my favorite moment sumo-wise goes, this is a moment shared by many other people. Okay, this was a truly memorable moment for me when 33-year-old you won January's Yusho. The decisive way he beat Show and then like, burst into sumo tears was so wonderful because yeah. he was just, he just wasn't on the radar. Yeah. And he was in this very obvious, unassuming position of dead last. Mike is 17. Yep. And then... Completely discounted. Yes. And with this real underdog spirit, he rocketed himself to the top with 14 wins and one loss. It really was a surprise moment of 2020. I guess it was the beautiful part of 2020 before everything went crazy. And... All to find out that this basha win was for his recently deceased mentor from Kindai University's sumo club. And he had died, I think, on day seven, the seventh day of the tournament. It was unexpected. He was 55 and took a you, Just he, he dedicated himself to doing this and winning for somebody who had spent a lot of time with them and mentoring him. So he said about this win, I might have cried too much. Me personally, I don't think so. No, I don't um, think so either. I think it was just the right amount. Yeah. But deep down, I'm feeling like it's OK for me to win the championship. It's OK. <laughs> I'm the lowest ranking fighter, um, so I can win. And I have nothing to fear in this moment. Yeah. And I just had to give it everything I had and to me, it's kind of the stuff that movies are made of. I mean, it's the guy from Jurio who'd been, he'd been in Makauchi before, but like so many years ago. And he just, he shows up this last time uh, and he just crushes it upon arrival this time. And so, so that for me was my personal sumo highlight. Yeah. And you're not alone. Oh, no. Not at all. I was not the only one who thought this was a great moment. Andy from Tachi I blog also thought so.
2: My favorite moment of 2020 was definitely Tokushoryu winning his U-show. He's in, full of, in front of a full crowd, and he's pretty emotional. And it was a really heartwarming story. And I know 2020 kind of went downhill from there. So trying to find the, the good bits was was a little bit difficult. Although, I mean, fuji coming back, that's that's definitely worthy. But uh, my favorite was, was definitely Tokushoryu's win.
0: Actually, a few other people thought this was a highlight, including Fleric from Grand Sumo Breakdown.
2: My favorite sumo memory of the year was Tokushoryu winning the Yushi and Hatsu. It's just a great underdog slash Cinderella story that came down to the last match of the last day and ended up with Tokushoryu breaking out in tears. It was a moment full of emotion. And I think Jason Allsumo said the best and that you could tell it was a golden moment in his life, and we are all lucky enough to share it with him.
0: And many, many other listeners.
2: My favorite moment from this year was Tokushoryu's win in January. I never seen such a happy, smiling face on, on Richie. I just absolutely loved it. Either that or Abigate. Gate. That was uh, and all the fallout from that. That was great. Thanks. Love you guys. You know, I like rooting for the underdog, so of course I'm I'm rooting for him. And it, it was a good match. It went back and forth a little bit. I remember Takakesho trying to push Tokashori to the one side or the other. Tokashori's up on one foot at one point, and they get to the bales, and they move back to the center of the doyo, and, and then finally uh, Tokashori wins. And, uh you know, just the emotion on his face was so heartwarming. And then uh the interview after the fact, he just is, seems very modest and, and humble and uh said that he felt... The spirit of his mentor was was with him through that victory. So I I really enjoyed that.
0: And I
1: completely understand. I can still picture that moment in my mind. I I can remember exactly what it looked like. That as well as, you remember when he was drinking the sake from the big cup, from the big trophy? Yeah. And he made that really big smile. Yeah. Like both of those moments pleased me to no end. I think I smiled
3: for days after that. Yeah. Hi, this is Amy. And this is Dave. We're from the Sumo Mainichi podcast. These are our favourite Sumo moments of the year. What did you I, think? It was hard to I, pick I, one.
4: I can't believe we have to pick one, but we have been spending a bit of time thinking about it. I think I've narrowed mine down. How did you go?
3: Oh, so hard. I, I don't think I could go past Tokoshori winning in January and his face. Wow,
4: well, it was such a magic moment. We just re-watched the video then. Oh, I still feel it in my heart.
3: I know. He just, it's the most emotion I've seen shown, um, I think, when uh, someone has got you
4: shirt. You are a bit of a fan when the, um, when the wall comes down. Yep.
3: I'm always on the hunt for it. Yeah. My <laughs> eyes are always like real close to their faces, just looking for tears and looking for smiles or uh,
4: all of that stuff. So mine was a little bit similar. So my moment was when Short Eye greeted his tsukebito. Uh, in his walk back to the Hanamichi, he just won his first Yusho. This was in September, and even after he beat Tobizaru to secure that, win, he was quite stoic. Yes, uh, he, he just did, did a
3: few nods. A few nods. Yeah, my eye saw
4: that. So very different from the outward emotion of Tokashori. But that moment when he met, you know, one of his closest colleagues. He just let it drop.
3: Yeah, the person who'd supported him through it all. Yeah,
4: who, who rubbed his back before the bouts and then uh, gave him a little slap. Little slaps. He was the one he could share with. And even when he was accepting his trophies, he was very, um, and did his speech afterwards, he was very, very contained.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was an amazing moment. I mean, I love Shodai and I love to see it. So they're our favourite Sumo moments of the year. Just one more. Yuki, what do you think? <laughs> okay. Sure. Thanks.
4: Thanks, Sumo Kaboom.
3: As for me also, there were other
0: highlights. Shodai, Asanoyama's rise to Ozeki, both of those guys, hopefully ushering in to me a new top tier eventually. Mm-hmm. Takakesho's win recently and his determination to take the rope is also very, very exciting. But enter Terena Fuji. Now there's quite a few people who also made sure that we knew that this was their favorite moment. And I understand why. I do too. Jake and Ryan from Grand Sumo Breakdown Thoughts. So.
2: Hi, this is Ryan with the Grand Sumo Breakdown Podcast. Just want to say that my favorite moment of 2020 was seeing the playoff match between Takakeisho and Taranofuji on the final day of the November tournament where Takakesho was able to beat Taranofuji and get the first win for Ozeki since 2017 and hopefully get him in his first step to Yokozuna. This is Jake from Grand Sumo Breakdown and my favorite part of 2020 was Terunofuji coming back from the very bottom of the bansuke started this year all the way up to juryo and then now he's all the way back at the top. He hasn't always been one of my favorite guys but he's always super fun to watch and it's really cool to have a big super villain up at the top of the up at the top of the rankings. Somebody that you can whether you root for him or against him you just know that he's always going to be in contention. And with the Yokozuna both getting kind of old and participating a little bit less, it's really fun to have a big monster like him.
0: Now, there was a time in there where we didn't have a Basho. Things were really down and sad. But one other cool highlight given to us by Justin from Portland talked about what the sumo fan world created in the absence of that Basho.
2: Hey, what's happening? This is Justin from Portland, Oregon. I want to tell you about my favorite moment of uh, 2020. It had to be the May Basho, even though there wasn't really one. It was the, you know, the not-so-Basho put on by uh, Tachiye Blog and Grand Sumo Breakdown guys um, to see all the people coming in to help, like, flesh it out, you know, like telling about their favorite parts of these fictional matches. And then, like, that cat from Seattle who made the videos where he used the old footage to sort of recreate the day's matches and he made the goofy animations for matches that you know the outcome hadn't existed before like that was all just like super cool and super fun and like really fun to see everybody you know coming together and like having a good time with it when we all look back at this uh horrible cursed year you know some some sometime further down the line that's really gonna stand out as a bright spot
0: That's pretty cool, too. And even one listener who we had actually a chance to sit down with, chat about sumo with for over an hour, Eddie Goldman. We love his accent, by the way. But he's just a cool guy who's been covering sumo and wrestling in the media for a really, really long time. And he said one of his favorite moments was
4: us.
2: Hey, y'all. It's Eddie Goldman of No Holds Barred Calling. How y'all doing? I'm not trying to be solicitous, but you must know that your very unique, entertaining, and informative show has played an important role in rekindling my interest in the sport of sumo. And I believe that I am not alone in that assessment. So, that is my favorite sumo moment of this mostly ghastly year of 2020, discovering sumo kaboom. Domo arigato.
0: Oh Yeah. Now, one of our other listeners actually got to go to the tournament. Now, this oh. is actually... When? What time? In January. Oh, right at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. And it turned out to be a really bittersweet moment. Hey,
2: it's Alex, aka New England raised from Instagram. My favorite sumo moment of this year was getting to go to the Hatsu show. Uh, I went with my dad and we saw day six of the tournament. I got to see Ishiura, Enho, and of course, this was the one where Tokushoru uh, won the whole thing from M17. On a personal note, it was the last sporting event that I got to do as kind of father and son with me and my dad before this whole COVID thing started. So great moment, a little bit bittersweet, thought I'd share that with the podcast.
0: So going with your dad... And seeing something you really, really love and being in Japan and the whole experience of it at the very beginning of a year that we had no idea what Mm. the rest of the year was going to be like. For that listener, it was really a sweet, sweet moment. And getting to spend it with his dad.
1: Oh, I totally get that. That's like Star Wars movies and our dad.
0: Yeah. Like around Christmas,
1: Star Wars movie, go see it with family, go see it with dad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's their sweet thing they do together. Yeah. But this is one of my favorites, because he's always been really supportive of us since the very beginning. And he's our listener, Caleb Backus. And this is a very personal one for him. He is actually a sumo wrestler. Yes, he is. Yeah. And here in the U.S. And he said his favorite sumo moment of 2020 was in August at FitCon, when I went up against a young kid who was 20 years younger than him. His name is Kyle Ferreter. And It wasn't what he expected. He actually blew him out of the water and he told him after the match, next time we face off, I will make sure to give you a good match. Oh, wait, Caleb lost the first time? Yeah. But a few months later... With a lot of hard work, he had another rematch at the Consulate Cup. With the same guy? Yes. And he said it was a really hard-fought match, going back and forth until he finally won. And the crowd went insane. We saw that. one. That is one. true. We saw that. It felt amazing to him to get a crowd reaction like that. And after that moment, in that match, his opponent said, well... You did give me a good match. Nice, Kayla. So, yeah, so we'll attach those videos from that match. But we do have a lot of listeners who are actually practicing sumo, yep. getting their clubs going, getting momentum going. And some of these athletes and wrestlers are making incredible accomplishments, yeah. whether it's in sumo or it's in other, you know, grappling arts. Or it's you, you always see people doing a number of different um, grappling sports. Yeah. So, we always like to celebrate that, too, and all of their accomplishments. So even this year, we, we've had so many cool things. Remember Inho's, like, little guy early in the year? Like, he seemed to take all the big guys by surprise. Yep. That was really fun stuff. Yep. Seeing the two Yokozuna battle it out for the U Show win with this incredible sumo. We had Rudin's new butt dance. We had watching the Consulate Cup in Austin and seeing the potential of sumo in the U.S. with small and mighty homegrown sumo wrestlers. With all of that, there's just so much to be thankful for. So many highlights. What do you think?
1: Well, one, I am just delighted we got this thing up and going. And we figured out how to do it. And are still figuring out how to do it. Started (laughs) with, you know, an inkling of an idea and Dallas Comedy House. Thank you, DCH. And some friends that were fellow podcasters to help get us going. When I think back on the year Of course, doing something creative with you is top of the list because we haven't gotten to do that in a long time. Two, there's uh, when we first started, we released our first episode, Made in the Closet, here in Texas. We put it out (laughs) in the world in less than 48 hours, Amy from Sumo Mainichi sent us a text. They're so cool. Welcome. Welcome to the sumo world. And that completely blew me away. And that has pretty much been the story across the board sumo-wise. Everyone who we've reached out to from Justin Kazar to like USA Sumo people, Mariah Everyone we've reached out to pretty much has said, yes, I'd love to talk to you. Welcome to this world, this kooky world of sumo. We're glad you're here, and yeah. that has been lovely. As far as watching Sumo, my favorite moment of the year, just like I told the Grand Sumo Breakdown guys, this was a year of enormous upheaval. So my favorite moment, there's so many really wonderful moments that I absolutely adore. But my favorite moment when I look back on the year, is the Hakaho Kakadu playoff, the yeah. Yokozuna playoff in March, because it made everything seem normal. Yeah. Because it was like, these are the top guys. Of course, they're the best in sumo. Of course, they would be playing each other right for this final championship. It was a fantastic match. It was technically beautiful to behold. Yeah. And I was happy either way, no matter who won. Doubly loved it because Hakaha won. But I love them both. I know. So, I was
0: pulling for Kakaroo.
1: Yeah. But, um, you
0: know, hey, they're yeah. both
1: incredible to watch. Yes. But there's, I mean, I completely, completely agree with everybody
0: else's favorite moments too. They were all fantastic, just in very different ways. That's right. Also, for our artist that we've been working with, Pilgrimage on Instagram, you guys should all follow him. His favorite moment, going back to what I started with, was also Took assure You. But his specifically was that it was Takakesho that went down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then Takakesho won later. Yeah. And somebody else wrote in to tell us that Takakesho win was their favorite.
0: Yes. There's so many exciting moments. And I think it's beautiful that we all see something different and exciting. And we're also behind many different wrestlers. There's just something cool about that. There's so much to love about this sport. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: There is so much to love about this sport. You are so on the money there, and so I'm going to make a hard left turn and talk about something else that we all love and appreciate
0: about this sport. Cue sexy music
1: that's right sex appeal <laughs> we asked you guys who you thought the sexiest ricochet of 2020 was oh and, and you answered oh my goodness <laughs> you oh the competition was
0: so fierce y'all there was a lot of chiming in oh there was a lot of gosh. very strong opinions yes about this. there
1: was okay there were 74 votes total and i'm gonna get to who the winner was but You guys voted for about 33 different men. Wow, most of them in the highest division of wrestling, but not all of them were in that top division. And your idea of sex appeal is wide and varied. I and love it. this made my day. You guys have <laughs> no idea how happy I was to see that you love your wrestlers for very different reasons.
0: Oh yeah. This was very inclusive. I mean yes. I love that men, women, everyone was just like, oh, I have an opinion on this. Yes, and I'm
1: gonna tell you. And what? I'm gonna tell you. And it's the greatest. So people did not hold back. I know they did not. So I'm gonna tell you. 15 different things these are like the themes that seem to come up when you were talking about the sexiest rika this is according to you guys i did not vote in this one so this is according to you the 15 sexiest themes about sumo wrestlers so and i want you to remember this let's say you're out there and you're like how can i increase my sex appeal pick one of these 15 (laughs) things and it will do it one get yourself a cat
0: cats. Oh, people like cats. Are sexy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean people would be like, oh, I like this wrestler because he's got a cat? Yes. Gowedo
1: right. is a perfect example. People love Gowedo for a lot of different reasons, but one of the reasons that came up several times was cats. He's a cat He's lover. He's a cat
0: lover. Well, it shows and the tenderness.
1: It's Well, it shows the tenderness, yes, but there's a an patience? awful lot of wordplay there. There's oh. some hidden oh. meaning there. Which, <laughs> okay, I'm with you. Maybe people are into a man who pets a pussy. I don't know. Let's <laughs> <Cool. laughs> know but maybe it's just that they love a cat. <laughs> but if he's a cat lover, he's got several pussies at home. That's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. Let's hope he does. Yes. He has pussies all around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. I've clearly made this very wrong. Hope your small children have earmuffs on. Yes. Cats. We're just talking about pet cats. That's right. We're just purely talking about yeah. a wrestler who likes a cat Elon. is sexy.
1: Okay, two- you guys are very turned on by the brood. Brooding, smoldering. Oh, I would that think. is super sexy to yeah. some of you. Guido was mentioned here. You have someone else that pops to mind who's got a good brood.
0: Well, I've always liked Takiasu, but that seems but that's more. That's not in- a brood. That's indifference. No,
1: like think, <laughs> okay, this is what the whole Twilight series was made upon the brood. The brood. Okay, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, oh, wow, that baseball scene in that movie. <laughs> Greatest cinema of all time. Treat yourself. Go back and watch the baseball just, scene just in Twilight. Just watch any of the
1: Twilight just, movies and you'll get yourself plenty
0: of brood. Yeah, You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and plenty of comedy. Yes. Because I remember oh seeing God, Twilight so originally funny. and being like, wait, wait, what's wait, what's happening? Like, I'm sorry. I, did I miss something? I laughed all the in way through In the exposition Twilight. that we now have <laughs> vampire baseball, like super-powered baseball. Anyway, that's just... A tangent. <laughs> what a gem of a movie. Yes. Goeto Okay. Tochin Ocean. Well, people all right. are loving the Tochin people Ocean. People love bridge. the Tochi. I get it. He yeah. is strong, he could lift you up and put you on his shoulder. Yeah. Carry you off to somewhere romantic. Yeah. I get it. He, but and the, he brood, does, the brood the yeah. brood is like
1: face is face oriented.
0: Yes. Right? It has yes. to do with uh I like to think he's a bruiser. And I I use that in in a nice way. There are just some guys that look real tough. Like they're just a bruiser. Yeah. If they were in a street fight, they'd be real tough. Well, but that's a different kind of sex appeal. Oh well I that's think. how I see Tochinoshin.
1: Look up, I can... look up brood on your computer.
0: It's just going to show me twilight clips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition of a brood or a smolder? How do you spell brood? B-R-O-O-D.
0: I know it looks wrong. It looks like a chicken it's coop. It's like being very serious. Well, brood is B R O O D is a chicken coop. It's well, a family of young animals. Well, yes,
1: it's that too.
0: <laughs> I mean like a brooding look. Maybe yeah. I'll just do brooding, brooding, yeah. showing deep unhappiness yes. of thought. <laughs> also appearing darkly menacing. Yes, people like the bad guy. Yeah. Okay, all right. Darkly
1: menacing. Hakaho has a damn good brood too. Yeah. It's like, who gives that look right before the Tachi eye? Yeah,
0: but so does Rudin, and he's a real softy. Well, it's yeah, all in but your, it's all about the your look. Your
1: poker face. Guido definitely has Guido that look. for yeah. sure. Yeah. There's several of them that do. So that is a very smoldering look okay. that a lot of us find super sexy. Okay. okay? Daddy vibes are super sexy well, to us. So this yeah. is the man who has been there for years. Takes care of you. super <laughs> dependable. The veteran <laughs> athlete. <laughs> they are there for us reliably, and we are attracted to that for a very, very good reasons
0: yeah there's yeah there's a lot of people who have daddy issues yes yeah. so think about takara fuji Miyogidu. those guys I came don't see up. Miyogiru, but i definitely see you and dad takara fuji is definitely yeah. dad oh, material Miyogiru,
1: it's been there for tamawashi i would think
0: would be tamawashi is too.
1: people who've been there reliably for years okay daddy vibes okay. people find that sexy okay okay big boys Size really does matter to some of us. We love them big. Who do you think's in this category? Well, you no joke. Of course. Of
0: course. I mean, Aoyama. And the biggest one yet. Well, Chiyomaru. Oh, Chiyomaru. Well, he's Mr. Sumo. He just the... He has the ultimate sumo look. And he's just so
1: jolly and sweet. And we love that. That leads us to the next category that you guys find sexy. Happy, smiley, and big. All together is like the trifecta of sex appeal to many of us. A good smile... In and of itself, just melts our heart. It's
0: true. I do love good, good teethy smile. That's
1: right. This way, this little message that somebody left us on our voicemail because I love it.
0: Yes, I'd like to vote for the hottest sumo wrestler. I'd have to say that would be Asano Yama. Um, I like his smile, and he's definitely one of the best wrestlers.
2: Okay, thanks. Bye.
1: I love how she talks about Asano Yama's smile.
0: I love Asano. He has these little. They're not chiclet teeth. They're like. They're, like... they're just like a little, little perfect little teeth. They're yeah, just they a are perfect little, perfect teeth. Little... little teeth. They're little teeth. Little teeth. <laughs> They're like a little line that's just perfect. Yeah. Takenosho Great orthodontia. Bayama smile. I love Bayama. He's yeah. like my, on my up there list. I love Yama. I love Kiribayama. Mitakeyumi smile.
1: Like many, many different smiles were mentioned yes. as being sexy. Okay. The next thing that many of us find sexy, this one, yeah, of course, duh, strength. Strength. Tochinoshin's arms and shoulders got a special mention here. People, the ladies love Tochi's shoulders, as did Koto Echo. Oh. Koto Echo got a big mention in strength because he's a little guy. Yeah. But he's really buff and really strong. And... Shahozan got big time mentions here for strength and his buffety buff
0: buffness. He does. He does have a lot of buffness. Yes. I mean, I remember watching the sumo movie and thinking, you know, Miyoguru just tossing that tire was oh another very great example. exciting to me. Isn't
1: it? Like it. It's like. Ah.
0: <laughs> like ah. <laughs> love it. We love a strong
1: man. Mm. All right. Number seven on my list of fifteen mm-hmm. here, leg extension is a real big turn on for some of us. People love flexibility. Yeah, Abby
0: Endo, Abby. I I do miss the banished Abby because he he has this beautiful long legs. He's yep. so pretty to look at. Yeah, I'm really. Yeah, he's a bad boy too. But um, but that I'm, leg extension his is a turn on. Lovely legs. Yeah. Okay, hairy men are
1: sexy, and there's I really mean... only one wrestler who is ever mentioned here. Take-yasu. takeyasu. That's right. Uh, but people love the hairy I didn't bear. I not know
0: I like that that much. Apparently I do. Yeah. He has that. We've talked about it. The Marlon Brando look about him. He yeah. has that kind of indifference, but then he's like, he ignites and he just is like, ah, yeah. a mean bear. And then he goes back
1: I'm not sure, pasta. like, Kaisei has the same kind of shoulder hair situation happening, but he's usually not mentioned here. It's usually Takeyasu. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but then... You don't need to shave. No, we like you, Harry. That's right. We like you, Harry. Okay. Number nine, ass
0: shaking. Rudin. Yes. (laughs) It was worth noting. It really was a highlight of 2020. Being like, what's he doing? The uncomfortability with Murray. Yeah. And and watching it all happen and being so shocked about what was happening. What am I watching here? (laughs) Did a very bad Murray accent, but... um... (laughs) But there's a move you
1: can take into your normal everyday life. You can walk know. into a bar. That would be very you can weird. Shake your ass
0: around a little bit. You would probably get kicked out. That would be I would very find it odd. sexy. Well, and that's okay. Different yeah. strokes for different folks. That's right. Okay.
1: Number 10 on my list. Oh, I totally get this one. Okay. Alpha attitude yeah. will always be. Sexy in sumo, Ugh. not I will say, not in real life, no, but in the sumo world, having an alpha attitude and owning it like, really owning it like, yeah, there's but a you, reason, you can tell, like, uh, like, is, is,
0: is alpha, but like, is he alpha in every way in his life? I don't know, I don't there's know, softy, like, well, but let's
1: just say, like, that hardcore attitude that yeah. some of those guys put on in the it's sumo. Is is and and really what it is is confidence? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's sexy. Yeah. That is damn. sexy. Yeah, I would agree. Every action adventure movie put out today is alpha. Is well is co- a confident someone in the lead. So yeah. confidence yeah. is very very appealing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I'd, I'd agree. I'd Thor. Agree.
1: I mean, Thor will always be appealing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the shoulders. It's
0: the confidence. It's a lot. Doesn't to like it. Ryan Reynolds have that? He has that with that. Yeah, with that sort of tossing off the sarcasm. The sarcasm, He's got, like, confident sarcasm and wit going. Yes, that like yes. is yes. super sexy.
1: Yeah, that's a really good example. Okay, another thing that's super sexy to us. Well, and coming back to the confidence thing. Sorry, before I go on, confidence has something to do with how you move too.
0: Like body language.
1: Yeah. Is like used holding a your lot. head up when
0: you walk into the room. Yeah, like keeping your shoulders
1: back. Yeah. Keeping your body physically open is yeah. incredibly sexy. Yeah.
0: Kaisei does not have that.
1: He's got the little sloping <laughs> shoulders. Yeah. It's not like somebody who walks like Terano Fuji walks into the ring and he's like, I am owning this yeah. for the next ten minutes. Right. It is mine. Right. And that is sexy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. To move on. Tenacity is sexy to our audience. Like someone who just keeps trying. Like Inho? Yes. And it's leaps. And Ter- his... Teresiyoshi. Yes. Like someone who's like, I'm just going to stay in there. Yeah. Ishiura too. Yeah. Absolutely. That's super sexy. Being new to the game is sexy. Being the new hot young thing is super sexy. Are we talking about Kiribama? Uh Yes. And <laughs> Hoshoryu. Toby yes. Saru, like the new guys that are exciting and new to the game. Yeah. Are super sexy to many of us. Yeah. Oh, and this one, of course, a man who sings. Oh. There's by far only that's... one. Well, no, there's many. Well, there's one let me say there's only one that was mentioned by our audience as being sexy for his singing.
0: I mean Ikioi? Exactly. I mean, he's the showman. He has a career yeah. in the performing arts after this. Yes, he's got to. So he was mentioned. He might be doing summer stock right now or winter stock. I'd pay. I would absolutely one hundred percent pay for front row tickets of the Ikioi show. Yeah, so would I. I would even volunteer unpaid to be an Ikioi show dancer. Absolutely. Or backup singer. Oh my god! Yeah, any day. All right, just something to think about.
1: (laughs) Okay, and uh, the other thing we find sexy: a man who bakes
0: tamawashi yep
1: that one's really really simple and then the other quality that i wasn't quite sure this is the last one on my list i wasn't quite sure where to put this there's something like very dreamy about some of these guys that Mm. we find appealing like Like many of you would say like no it's his like it's his lovely face he's just so
0: adorable Adorable, it's just hmm. dreamy, he's got dimples, yeah. he's just he's just my dream man. It just goes back to their personal preference of like what they think handsome is, or like which is very different face. for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I get it.
1: And get people it. would share like gifs of like Ichin perfect dreamy little face where it was all <laughs> balanced perfectly. <laughs> or, <laughs> I mean, pick a Rikishi and they would send me just the most dreamy picture of him. Ever. Yes, it there's was something so to love
0: about every single one of them. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so my big takeaways from the sexiest Ricochet poll of the year one, Endo is attractive only to men. Not one woman <laughs> voted for Endo. Because he
0: is a ball rag. <laughs> We've been telling you this the
1: whole damn time. But he is you, so boring. But you men sure find him attractive. All right. Okay. He, did he get is folks. wildly
0: popular in Japan. Yeah. Who they all must be amazingly okay with his boredom. And our male listeners. And our male yep. listeners. Yeah. And the other main thing I learned
1: is, Shahosan fans are the most die-hard. <laughs> Fans out there, do not get in between a woman and her Shah san
0: or a man and, in, and his Shah Well, I in mean, this
1: case, it was only women. Okay, so do not, do not cross get in between <laughs> that's Right, and I will say <laughs> that these ladies completely changed my mind about Shah hosan because I used to think he was just a sourpuss, but oh my God, <laughs> they sent me multiple pictures of him smiling, and he is sexy when he smiles. Well, all right then. I know
0: someone completely. new on the radar for twenty twenty for me then. That's right. You'd be watching your show, son. Right. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he'll bring his whole shows on. <laughs> <laughs> was that a dump on? That was yes. a good
1: one. So after 74 votes, this very unofficial poll of the sexiest Ricochet of 2020, there was a tie for second place. OK. And a very clear winner. OK. So the winners are there's a tie for second place, Ooh, shared a tie. by three men. Oh, three men got a second place. Triple tie. Yes, and they represent three very different kinds of men that we find attractive. Okay, Chiyomaru, Chiyomaru, Ishiura, Ishiura, and Hakuhou tied for I like second place.
0: That they're all so different, Me too. and they're all in second place. Me that means too. that there's one wrestler. <laughs> Above Mister Sumo and Yokozuna, and then the littlest, like just built like a brick shit house yep. wrestler. Yeah, and that wrestler, the sexiest
1: Rikishi of 2020, according to our Sumo Kaboom listeners, is Enho. What for being, quote unquote, adorable? Enho, one N-Ho. very clear winner, wow. very clear.
0: Well, you know what I like that. I do too. He has that can-do spirit. I mean, this last boss show, he had a more like a can't can't do yeah attitude. But um, he really started out the year like really guns a and he was really exciting. Yeah. And he's like so tiny and perfect and just like really loves being there there's an there's a spirit about him that there's a lot to love
1: yeah I and get I, it. I think several qualities worked in his favor several people called him dreamy and adorable i'd see th- I'd, I'd say that he's true. relatively new ish right? he's exciting he's new got, guy to watch yep big time tenacity yes we find that really sexy and he seems to have a smile that melts people's hearts i don't know if he has cats i've not seen him brood <laughs> Well,
0: if he gets cats, then it's sure... It would be like double sexy factor. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but isn't that great? It would be a real pussy party. Oh! <laughs> I'm yes talking about cats. Uh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even making it like a good joke. Have to be, like, you
1: don't a have good to. All you, all you have to say is pussy and it's hilarious. It's true. <laughs> I mean, two
0: women who are talking about cats.
1: Yeah. So we are going to have this poll every year because I absolutely loved fielding all the comments on this one. So as 2021 begins, you guys be watching for the sexy moments so you can send me your gifs. Like, like people were sending me the gifs of like Endo with that little tongue move that he did. Oh, that was pretty sexy. Yeah, I agree. Especially
0: to men. Oh, <laughs> well, hey, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I do too. All right,
1: then is that our style of sumo? That is our style of sumo. Now remember we are gonna take two weeks off, so we will see you after the new Bonzuke comes out, after Christmas. Um but we'll after be after Hanukkah,
0: after Kwanzaa, after all of it. <laughs> we will be back Gunza Blazing in January, That's... ready to go into that Bosch show. That's right. So please tune in again for more info on the sport
1: we love. Join us online, find us on social media at Sumo Kamoom. connect up with us, comment, leave us a review. We love that stuff and it really helps us out. You would be giving us a Christmas present if you gave us a lovely review. Um, ask us questions. We'll get down to the bottom of it or find somebody else who can. So until later, Amari. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later.